Previously on Irritable Dad Syndrome. So I watched a documentary, uh, and it was about how uh, before we sent people into space, we used to send monkeys. Uh, and there was one mo- monkey in particular. His name was uh, was Ham. You know, <laughs> and uh, so they shot him up into space. Uh, you know, he orbited a few times, uh, splashed back down in the Pacific Ocean. And uh, in the documentary, they had footage of the aircraft carrier going out to retrieve him. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, so they cra- they you know get him out of the water. They crack open the capsule. And, uh, you know, Ham's as happy as can be because he's a, a monkey. That's just kind of, you know, his thing. Because <laughs> he's a monkey. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but then they uh, uh, they go, good job, little guy. Uh, you completed your mission. Uh, now, here's your reward. Uh, and they hand him one banana. <laughs> now, listen, guys, I, you know, I, uh, I, I'm i not an expert on how much NASA should be paying their space monkeys. But uh, I... I did play a lot of Donkey Kong Country going uh, growing up, and uh, pretty sure that one banana isn't sufficient compensation for going to space. You know, like uh, what this guy have to do to get two bananas? Colonize Mars? You're not wearing those tight pants on, Mister. Put your big pants on. We're big pant people. Welcome to Irritable Dad Syndrome. We talk about Lord of the Rings, so get used to it, Leslie. Here are your hosts, Mike and Darren. Hey, I'm Darren. I'm Mike. Welcome to Irritable Dad Syndrome. This is episode 125, and we have a fantastic show for you tonight. Last week, I teased that we had a Walmart story of the week, and I wouldn't stop running my mouth, and Mike wouldn't stop talking about pooping, so we (sighs) didn't get to that story. I'm going to get to it tonight. Yeah. Uh, so one thing I want to talk about is Leslie apparently wants to catch these hands uh-huh. talking about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> so you know what we're going to talk about tonight? We're talking about Lord, Lord of, the of the Mofo Rings. <laughs> That's right. And we have a very special guest coming back, uh, a comedian extraordinaire, the owner uh, operator of Bricky's Comedy Club, Kevin Rupert is back with us tonight. Kevin, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. Oh, it's a thrill. It's um, always a pleasure. We had a great time with you last time. If it sucked, we wouldn't have brought you back. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. no pressure this time. No man. pressure this <laughs> it's time. It's called, well, yeah, we we speak to you, we friend you on Facebook, and then we bring you to the basement. It's called grooming. I, it, I it, it's, a, it's a process. I, so. I fully expected to get murdered, and yeah. I'm prepared for whatever happens. Yeah. So. Well, here we go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, Kevin, tell us again, how long have you done stand-up? Uh, it's been... Almost five years. Okay. Since my first time on stage. Okay. Okay. So was that like an open mic that was like an open mic and then you go up for the first time and it was horrible or how did uh, that go? Well, you know, it was interesting. So I was living in uh, New Jersey at the time across the uh, Hudson Mm -hmm. from New York City. Mm -hmm. And uh, I went in and did an open mic. Uh, It actually wasn't a comedy open mic. It was a um, like a. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, what's one of those? It's like a variety show, right? Okay. Right. You yeah. know, like like the person who went on before me was a like a burlesque dancer. You okay. Know? <laughs> so uh, so yeah, I asked if I could do five minutes of stand up, and they said that I could. And um, I went up, and the crowd was super supportive because you know they're there to support art. Yeah. And uh, so they gave me a lot more support than I probably deserved. So yeah. it, I thought it went great because of how the audience responded. But then I, when I watched it back, I was like, ah, oh, maybe not so much. Right. And, uh, <laughs> right. And so that that was how it began, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's been a weird, weird ride. As as Darren knows, you know, stand up is a unusual it's, medium. It's, it's a strange it's thing to do. Very, very tricky. And for me, I remember because uh, the first time I did stand up, it was horrible. And what, I was your first time at Wiley's. No, no, my first time was in this. Uh, it was a hotel in Johnson City, Tennessee. Oh, and they wow. had 
not only was it like an open mic, but it was a competition. Were, were you booked or were you just wow. up there by the, the continental breakfast, <laughs> by the bagels, <laughs> throwing out, slinging out? Exactly. Yeah. There's, there's, they're bringing out more gravy here in a minute. Just if you'd be, yeah, it was at 8 a.m. We get the dad jokes over by the waffle maker. <laughs> but no, it was a competition. And there was a uh, one guy who had done, uh, he had done a lot of stand up, and he, you know, he built himself as, you know, he had his own show. The guy's name was Doc Jones. And we're like, oh my god, this guy's had his own TV show. Well, yeah, he had a TV show, but it was like at East Tennessee State University, <laughs> yeah. the the college channel. Yeah. So gotcha. t- technically, yes, it's a yeah. TV show, but it's not a TV mm-hmm. show. Yeah. So we were all worried about him, and he actually he was really funny. And there was oh, a magician nice. there, and someone else. I get up there, and I don't remember what my first joke was, but I froze. I told one joke. Yeah. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's how. That that's... was my first time, and I was so embarrassed. <laughs> I was just so it was humiliating. But I but I did it again. You know, I yeah. I, I tried it again. They had another thing, and uh. Uh, so, but anyway, Johnson City wasn't a, a hotbed of comedy, you know. Right, right. <laughs> but I kept writing. So uh, all those years, even since, you know, high school, I, I would think of something that I thought was somewhat entertaining. I would jot it down. And the crazy thing was is uh, something that I wrote down then actually tied into something I found a few years ago. And I tied it together 15 or 20 years later. And wow. yeah. Wow. So um, when was that first set in Johnson City? Was that... Like, uh, it, what year? Yeah, I don't even know. How old are you? You may not even. It was last born. Tuesday, wasn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it was the uh, early nineties. Oh yeah. Okay. So okay. okay. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, and then you know, like I said, there wasn't a, a place to do local comedy mm-hmm. there, so I kept writing, sure. and we moved up to uh, Cincinnati, and then I used mm-hmm. to work in Dayton, and th- the first time I, that I you know really uh, started taking it seriously was I would go to Joker's Comedy Club. Okay. In Dayton. I yeah. loved going to Jokers. Gotcha. And I went one night, and again, those weren't just open mic nights. Those were competitions. Why can't you just do an open mic night? Why does it have to be a comedy competition? Sure. Whatever. There was one night that I went, and um, some nights were okay, and some nights were mm-hmm. a little bit better. The last time I did comedy at Jokers, and if I can brag, I killed I just everything I said, they absolutely went crazy for, and yeah. I couldn't figure out what was going on because <laughs> they <laughs> normally didn't laugh that much at me. And the competition was it was me and one other guy, okay, okay. and the place was packed. Mm-hmm. He was really funny, and then I followed him, which is great because you you know you want to follow someone who's really funny. Oh sure, yeah, you don't want to follow a, a complete bomb. Right? Really, I would yeah. think you would want to follow the bomb. I- there's a, a kind of a, a balance, I think, you know, uh-huh. you know, because there's a such thing as getting buried, you know, if you follow someone who really kills, right? But you also don't want to follow, like you, you said, someone who <laughs> does terrible because then yeah. it sucks the air out of the room, and then you're in Exa- trouble. Exactly. Yeah. No, no, you're yeah. right. You don't want to follow Robin Williams, right? Or, or, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. just it's impossible to follow him. But he was he was really good, and I went up. Anyway, they tabulated all the votes, and they said that um. They're like, we had to count the votes twice because it was so close. And he beat me by, I think, six votes. Hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. He brought 10 people with him. Yeah. And yep. so I was driving uh, home thinking. Are you doing the math? I drove yeah. home and I'm like, holy crap, if, if it was just, you know, that. And I took that as a win and I was fine. But here's yeah. the thing. Nobody saw me do it. None of my friends 
yeah. came. I didn't because I stopped inviting people to see me do stand up. So there was, there was probably at least a few people in his group that <laughs> voted for you, and they're like, "Oh, thank God." <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? I went to that club by myself, and I remember after I was done with my set, I went over and I sat at my table, and I'm drinking a beer, and uh, he came over and says, hey, do you want to come sit with us? And I, yeah, okay, sure. And I went over, they bought me a drink, and they were all cool, and they said, yeah, man, we thought you were really funny, and they were super nice, and they were, they were really, really supportive. And uh, so it ended up being a real good night. But the thing was, nobody saw me because I stopped inviting people to come see me do stand-up. Sure. Not because I was worried about them watching me, but you've seen this yeah. at Open Mic Nights. Mike, I'm telling you, it's no holds barred. Mm-hmm. The things that people talk about. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and there are some of the... And I'm not going to talk down on people who do blue humor, okay? Mm-hmm. People who are, are dirty and and whatever. You know, the, the rule usually always is... The, the people say, I'm not going to tell you what to say as long as it's funny. Mm-hmm. But it, <laughs> we yeah. were talking before the show that at Wiley's the other night, there was a guy talking about something that I can't even mention on the show. And it just yeah. shut the place down. Well, I mean, there's stuff, I think, in, right. a, in a situation like that. I mean, the time that I saw you at Open Mic, there mm-hmm. were a few. And it seemed like all they were doing was getting up there. It's right. like the kid in class that mm-hmm. throws out the F-bomb and everybody yeah. thinks it's funny because mm-hmm. the teacher's in the class. Yeah, And it's not really that Right. Like if you were yeah. sitting at home and you were watching a special and you saw that, you would watch maybe five seconds of it because you're like, okay, is this performance art? What is he doing? There's no, there's no point to it, and you turn it off. Yeah. yeah. But in a setting like that, it's it's almost like you're watching somebody send their friend up there on a dare to to do something, like go up there and just show your ass. It's like, okay, well, yeah, that exactly. is kind of hilarious that exactly. you're going to do that. Yeah. But you know, well, it's fun- really hard for somebody like you because you. <laughs> You went up there. Uh, there was a guy. I think his entire set it was comprised of three words, and uh-huh. motherfucker was two of them. Yes, and that's like all he said for five minutes. Yeah, and you had told me the day before that mm-hmm. it was clean, it was perfect for you. Like you're not allowed to. Cur- and that's like all he said. That's what. They and he said. would he would say it, and everybody would laugh themselves silly, and he would just say it again. And that's uh-huh. I was like, there's got to be a yeah. a verb in here somewhere. <laughs> I mean, technically. <laughs> could be a verb but yeah, not yes he wasn't using it like that no he wasn't and then he gets down and you, you get up there and he's like uh I saw thought- my kid used all my toothpaste you <laughs> hate when that happens <laughs> it's like oh man this is the wrong crowd yeah this is the wrong venue for it, that it really was and you you were genuinely funny so the, the fun the thing that i get was if if you saw a special like someone filmed it mm-hmm. and put you next to him on netflix yeah you would have the five stars and he would have like the one star and he would be off but in that venue, people were losing their minds over that. It's just it. It was weird. Well, what was funny was, and Kevin, the before we went on at that club, that was at the Liberty Center, at the Funny Bone at the Liberty Center. Okay, they okay. brought us all out into the hallway outside, and they said, you know, um, we're going to keep this clean tonight. So <laughs> you know, no efforts. <laughs> yeah. And the guy said, I can't say. <laughs> oh, he goes, what the f- am I supposed to say? <laughs> That to was which, probably half of his set right there. And then and then that's the guy who ended up saying <laughs> And my question, which I really seriously wanted to ask him was was like you take one word out and you have no routine? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no routine if you can't say the F word. If your yeah. routine, if they bleep you and all of a mm-hmm. sudden it sounds more like R2D2's routine <laughs> than a human's, exactly. you're not you're not doing well. Well, you know, I've always said, like, do you like Bill Burr? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Bill sure. Burr can do his routine, and Bill Burr uses a lot of language. He uh-huh. salt and peppers it with his, and that's that's his Bill Burrness. He yeah. can take his act on Letterman or Conan. He can yeah. take out all the words, and he still has an act. 
Yeah. 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 Oh, I was just going to say, I, it's interesting you brought up jokers because I didn't remember this until fairly recently, but, um, I believe jokers was still open in, uh, like 2008, 2009, something like that. I think so. Yeah. And, uh, that was the first time I ever thought, uh, like considered doing stand up. Yeah. And I remember I, uh, I, I can't remember for the life of me if I signed up at Wiley's or Joker's, but I feel like it was Joker's and I wrote out a, like a set list and I was going to go to the open mic mm-hmm. and uh, I ended up chickening out at the last minute oh. and, then, and then didn't remember to try stand up for another like eight years. <laughs> but but I, I forgot to do stand up for eight years. <laughs> like I really wish I would have gone that night at yeah. Joker's, you know, who, who knows what uh, might've happened after that. But, uh, yeah. It was 2018 when I finally yeah. finally tried it. Well, the I'm trying to remember how many years was in between that night at Joker's that I killed. Mm-hmm. Okay, and yeah. it's just and and nobody saw me. It, it must have been six or seven years. And I remember I told my wife, I said I'm going to do stand up again, and she's like, "Really? Mm-hmm. I thought you had kind of like gotten that out of your system." But the fact that nobody had seen me do it well mm-hmm. um, bothered me, and so I said, "I'm going to get back and do it again." So I signed up for open mic night at Liberty Center, Funny Bone. I wasn't risky, okay? I didn't do yeah. anything that hadn't... I used PKM, previously killing material, okay? Yeah. <laughs> this is all stuff that worked at that set. These were jokes that worked on Twitter, jokes that worked in, in other places. Nothing I was doing had not been laughed at previously. Mm-hmm. And I bombed so hard. I mean, tumbleweeds, sure. crickets, all that. Mm, and sure. I didn't know wh- what to do when that first laugh didn't come in. I was shocked. And then I just... Just my God, I went into double time, and my buddy Arnold he keeps saying, "And you you wouldn't quit talking so damn fast." I'm like, I was nervous. I was dying up there. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get out as soon as I could because mm-hmm. I wasn't prepared for this. Doesn't work. Jump into something else. Feel the crowd. Right. You know, uh, do you know something else? And it's hard to do anything with five minutes. It really is. Yeah. I, I mean, if uh, if you've got a type five that you're getting ready to do mm-hmm. um, for like, I mean, typically in that scenario, it's going to be like a competition show or yeah. like, you know, Sunday comics or, well, Sunday comics, I think you get six minutes, but something similar to that format wise. And if that five, like if you get through two mi- minutes of it and it's not hitting, I mean, three yeah. minutes is not really enough time to get people back. Yes. So it can be, it, it, uh, that last three minutes can feel like eternity. You know? I, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's uh yeah, it can be it can be tough. Yeah, for sure. So I was watching this roundtable of comedians. I, I it was uh, I think it was Dave Chappelle. I think Bill Burr mm-hmm. was in there. Uh, Louis C.K. There was somebody else, uh, and they were talking about bombing and how in their they can pinpoint the point in their career where they just stopped bombing. Yeah, and it was yeah. Dave Chappelle was saying you you get to, when you get to that level. You just you can't bomb any. Kevin Hart. I'm sorry, Kevin Hart was in there. He's like you just don't bomb anymore. And uh, I think it was Louis C.K. was saying that's kind of terrifying because now you don't know if you're really good or not. Like people, you're to the point where people will laugh whatever comes out of your mouth. Yeah. He said I could go yeah. up on stage and just start speaking a different language, yeah. and people would laugh. And, yeah. and he, he said uh, it, it's really scary. So sometimes, and Dave Chappelle, I think, kind of he kind of became known for this. Would go to places and just show up and do a set mm-hmm. or randomly, you know, places where nobody would know him and just kind of test material. Yeah. But for the most part, yeah, I can't wait until this show gets to the point where people can't stop laughing themselves <laughs> silly at it, no matter what it is. Yeah. I'm going to retire. Awesome. <laughs> well, th- that night at the Liberty Center, I-, I tell people I was so mad because I honestly rehearsed for that set 
for weeks. Yeah. Okay, weeks. Had it memorized top to bottom. Inflection goes here, bang, bang, bang. Do your gesture here, mm-hmm. and you know, and then for it to not work, I was just, you know, I was very, very upset with myself. It did not go how I wanted. But the woman who brought the most people closes the show on the open mic nights. Yeah, and she. And and I hate telling this story because it sounds like I'm stealing her her act. But <laughs> her act was, do you ever have to? Sh- but you don't want to. But you got to. Yeah. And you're like, ooh, I gotta. Sh-. And that was her act. <laughs> I mean, that was it. Five minutes of her talking about, oh, I gotta. Ooh, and then she's like, I'm so high, and now I've got to. Sh-. And that was her. And yeah. And that was it. And they were dying. Yeah. And I'm like, I I are you kidding me? <laughs> Did I really rehearse and write and practice in the mirror and everything for weeks? So I could have gone up there. And I could have went the, up there. And did that. I could have gone up there a few days ago yeah. and just just destroyed them all. Yeah, with, I, gotta, I can't. Yeah. I can't. yeah. And then there was the. You were there. There was a woman. She was uh, uh, African American. She probably still is African American. <laughs> and she's wearing a cowboy hat about the size of what Sheriff Woody yeah. <laughs> wears. Yeah. And her thing was. Um, uh, she went to get her fortune told, and she walks in. The woman says, "Put your purse down there." Well, I was gonna put your purse down there. Well, I was gonna put your purse down there. But yeah. I was really gonna put your purse down there. How many times did she do it? Twenty times? Yeah. Thirty times? Yeah. Put, put your purse down there. Put it there. And then she laid on the floor and acted like she was possessed by Satan. Yeah, I'm starting to <laughs> <laughs> give it up for Shanique. You know, it was yeah. I'm so mad. <laughs> I remember like, why why am I wanting to do this? There was a guy, there was a guy, his whole act was that he talked funny. Mm-hmm. Like he had a, like he had like almost it wasn't a Bobcat Goldthwait thing, but it was close to like yeah. people were laughing at how he was delivering, not what he was actually saying. Yeah. And I mean, it was funny for the first 20 or 30 seconds, but I'm like, ah, dude, Bobcat yeah. took that as about as far as you can take that. I'm just yeah. not. I'm, maybe I'm too old. Yeah. Maybe I need to, you know, <laughs> drop about 30 years and get yeah. a little, you know, a little drunker to yeah. enjoy this. But I'm just not, I'm not feeling it, man. Yeah. One night I was at W.O. Wright's. Have you ever went to W.O. Oh, Wright's? Yeah, okay. Yeah. They uh, uh, had the comedy thing there. And the guy who went on before me um, does his bit and... Uh, it's an unfortunate night for him. He didn't mm-hmm. win over the crowd. Sure. But right sure. after he was done, he said, thank you. And he turned and <laughs> spit marbles out of his mouth. He had wow. he had marbles in his mouth the whole time. Okay. <laughs> and so I'm just. I'm, He's got me already and I wasn't there. I know. But I, I was like, so the guy's like, okay, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do. Okay. I got it. I'm going to spit marbles out and that's going to separate me from the rest. Right. Not super nice guy. And if he's yeah. listening, yeah. I, I can't remember his name, but I get up there and I said, um, if uh, everybody be careful, there's marbles on the floor and they're wet. And that got a laugh. And then I did well that night, but nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. W.O. Wrights is an interesting place. I, I know um, Neil uh, Griffin used to book uh, shows yes. there. Yeah. Neil booked me on that show. Yeah. 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 We might've done the, the same show. I can't, I can't remember. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, it, it, there were a few times where you know it, it was pretty good. There were other times where it was a little rougher, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, definitely saw some interesting stuff happen in that <laughs> yeah. in that venue. <laughs> My uh, favorite thing that happened at Wiley's the other night was uh, 
uh, Mike, we've we've had this conversation many many times on this podcast. Is that no one can remember my name, no one can spell my name or say my name, and we were piggybacking. So yeah. whoever goes on first introduces the person coming on behind. All you got to do is remember who's behind you. Okay, you're going to introduce Kyle. Kyle's going to introduce Sarah. That's Sarah's good advice. Gonna, yeah, exactly. anytime. Know who's behind you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I introduced the next guy. Uh, give uh, keep your hands going for Kyle. So Kyle comes up and says, "All right, yeah, uh, uh, thanks, a lot, everybody. Hey, let's keep it going for Dan." <laughs> um, uh, I mean, uh, what, 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 what was your name? Darren. Give it up for Darren. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I've I've done that a few times myself. Actually, mm-hmm. a friend of mine, uh, Cameron Myers, who you you may have seen Cameron before. He he's. Uh, you know, does the local comedy scene. And, um, uh, we actually did Wiley's, uh, for the first time ever together on Sunday comics. This was back, back in 2018. I was like five or six months in. And, um, yeah, I got his name wrong bringing him up. I think I, I, what did I call him? I don't know. I can't even remember, but it was not even close to Cameron Myers. It was something uh, just way off. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that does happen from time to time, but it should be, Maybe it's nerves. Yeah. You know, sometimes you get really nervous and uh, you forget the name, but it should be simple. You know, yeah. I, what I do, if I feel like it's going to be problems, I write it on my hand and then, yeah. you know, boom, you got it right there. Yeah. I was going on one time and Travis Charles was coming on after me. Yeah. And I said, uh, uh, I don't know this man personally, but I know he gives a great massage. Please welcome <laughs> Travis Charles. And then I, I felt bad after I got off because I'm like, here, I, it's like, you know, that's my time trying to be funny is over with. I shouldn't have tried to step on him, and no. I'll be damned if he didn't do four minutes on massages. Oh, sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, no. and afterwards, I said, I hope you know. He goes, No, man, no, not at all. He was like totally fine with that. Yeah. So, yeah. but but since then, I just like introduced the next person, and you yeah. know, it's like okay. I, I tried telling my jokes, and they didn't work. So, <laughs> I, I have seen um, occasionally you'll have comics who are hosting who uh, uh, they'll. As the introduction for the comic coming up, they'll do one of the that comic's bits, essentially. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. even meaning to do it, but they'll say, like, you know, like I used to have a, a really silly bit where I would talk about being the, um, uh, oh, yeah, I, hillbilly royalty because I grew up next to a White Castle or something yeah. stupid <laughs> like that. And, uh, that was like one of my openers. And then uh-huh. uh, and then someone was introducing me and uh, they were like, uh, yeah, his name's Kevin Rupert and he's the king of White Castle or something like that. And I'm like, oh. Because then you can't do your opener. And now it's time for Dave's Comedy Corner. If you think Luke Skywalker was a fast pilot, you should see his cousin, Bo Skywalker. Thank you. Tip your waitstaff and try the veal. This has been Dave's Comedy Corner. Ah, waka, waka, waka. (laughs) Now it's time for the Walmart Story of the Week. Last week on the show, I had mentioned that I was going to tell a Walmart story of the week. And then Mike and I, we got went crazy, started talking, talking, talking. I totally forgot about it. And uh, and I was bummed because it's a good one. Yeah. Okay. So I'm in line at the Walmart. Breaking Bad Walmart or the, the Breaking good Walmart? Bad Walmart. Okay. And I hate going to that Walmart. <laughs> I, I, gee, you I get, really, you'll get shot. I really hate going. Well, not this <laughs> night because who's in line in front of me? A police officer. <laughs> you'll get kidnapped and put in a prison somewhere. <laughs> Are you cooking Sold. meth there? Yeah, that no, 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 no. They don't no, have the good no. blue kind. They oh, have like no. the fuchsia meth. I learned my lesson on that. <laughs> yeah. But there's a police officer in line, 
in front of me. And one thing that I've always tried to do is always be nice to the police officers because you never know when you're going to run into them a second time. Yeah. You yeah. really don't. So I thanked him for what he does. And, and then he starts chatting me up. And, and for whatever reason, the woman in line in front of him had three things. And we were in line like 10 minutes. I don't know if they couldn't find the price. I don't mm. know if it wasn't ringing up, if they had to go back and see if they had a different size. I don't know. But I'm sitting there talking to this police officer. And uh, he is he is just a hoot. He's a lot of fun to talk to. And I asked him, because I have a friend in Johnson City who used to be a police officer. And he said the most popular thing he heard uh, when they would have a DUI was the people say, I've only had a couple of beers. Yeah, everybody Obviously, says it. Everyone said, I've had a couple of beers. Yeah. And he says, oh, no, no. I, nope, nope. That's not the most popular <laughs> thing I hear. I said, well, what is? And <laughs> they pull over somebody on suspicion. They're patting him down. They find drugs in his pocket. And he says, these aren't my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, these aren't my pants? He goes, that's the most popular thing we hear. Is so, these aren't my pants. That wasn't the funniest thing he heard. That was like the thing he most that, often. That's the most, these aren't my pants. The thing he hears the most often. You know. <laughs> it's like, that doesn't I make any sense. see that. No, I, yeah. I can't count the number of times I've found myself in someone else's pants. Well, <laughs> that's what she said. Just pure <laughs> accident. Well, I mean, I've tried to get in someone else's pants before. And, but, yeah. Mm, 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 mm. yeah. <laughs> but he commences to tell a story about another person who uh, they had on suspicion. And this guy took a knife and stabbed it into his leg. Oh, my God. Turns out the guy has an artificial leg. Okay. (laughs) Which is a funny story. And so one of the most, uh, one of the greatest stories we've told on this podcast is my buddy Donnie, who I went to college with, who has an artificial leg. Okay. So I tell him the story about Donnie at the bar dancing, and he comes back to the table. Ah, I broke my foot. And my neighbor who is going to nursing school, or I'm sorry, medical school, she's going to be a doctor. She says, I need to look at your leg. I need to, and you need to sit down. I need to look at it. And he finally just pulls it off and slams it on the table. (laughs) He says, I'm fine. And he's, he's just laughing. And I'm like, I'm, I'm sharing artificial leg stories with the cop in a, in the Walmart. Yeah. And it was just a great night. (laughs) That's awesome. This has been the Walmart story of the week. If you're past a certain level of evolution, and you spend a lot of time in Target, mm-hmm. and you haven't been to a Walmart in a, in a while. Mm-hmm. It is helpful to go to a Walmart periodically because they. So when you go through the food areas, not all the other places, but just through the food mm-hmm. section. So in normal like Kroger and Target, you've got your you know Chex Mix, and you've got your normal size, your family size, and then you you maybe get your giant size or whatever. Right. You go to Walmart, and it's just bacon fat cereal <laughs> in a drum bacon fat bacon cereal. fat cereal and bacon yeah and uos <laughs> or whatever just just bacon we're gonna call it bake, whatever bakey flakes yeah <laughs> bakey flakes and just like you know bags and bags of gum uh-huh. there's a bag cereal bag aisle have you seen the cereal bag aisle? i have seen the cereal bag like freaking uh, pillowcases Full uh-huh. of Fruit Loops, yeah, or I'm sorry, Fruity Loops. They're, they're, the, they're Wall Loops, yeah, Wall <laughs> Loops. White bag. It sounds like something you'd get at like Lowe's or yeah. like Ace Hardware or something. Like that. Yeah, Wall Loops. Yeah. <laughs> and it's. Did you guys hang these with Wall Loops? I'm yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh man. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. I noticed at at uh and, and now I'm gonna segue into a Kroger story of the week. It's time now for the Kroger story of the week. You know, I remember as a kid, you know, when and the typical comic will say, you know, we didn't have a lot of money growing up, but you know, mom and dad would buy the the bag cereal and we were embarrassed to mm-hmm. get the bag cereal. And the thing is, is that a lot of the generic brand cereals really don't taste as good as yeah. the as the Kellogg's or the General Mills. Some of them do. Occasionally, like the shredded wheat does, and there's a couple other ones that, that, that do. But uh, Frosted Flakes now comes in a giant pillow-sized bag yeah. that you can seal at the top. That's what the bag cereal's problem was. You couldn't seal it, and then you use it once, and then it tastes like cardboard. Yeah, See, this stuff, if, if this were available back in the 90s when I was in college, what we would have done was gotten a few of the pillowcase bags, mm-hmm. just a gallon of milk, open the pillowcase, pour the gallon, the full gallon in there, get a spoon and see who can get to the bottom of the cereal thing yeah. first without passing out. <laughs> yeah. I could do that right now, actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, Where you is this? I, you and I have a problem with, uh, yeah. you and I have a problem with cereal. You know what? I've been losing weight. Really? I've been, I've lost in the past nine days, yeah. I've lost seven pounds. Oh, Wow. Dude, that's awesome. That's, uh, yeah. That's a lot of weight to lose in nine days. Yeah, I know. There could be a problem there. <laughs> I, I haven't been eating anything. I've I am, been, I am mm. envious of you. So yeah. envious because mm. I have not. When I went to get my stitches taken out of my thumb, they said, hey, while you're here, since you know we can't get you to come in for a physical, let's go ahead and throw you on the scale and take a look and look under the hood and see what's going on and whatever. I didn't want to. I'd gained 13 pounds. 13 pounds. Mm. That's an entire bag of Frosted Flakes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's dumb. I don't know why no. I said that. <laughs> no, uh, that's a callback, that's, that's, that's a, that's a, a callback. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, son of a... Seriously? Yeah. And so I've never been this fat, ever. <laughs> and uh, yeah, when I did uh, Wiley's, I walked up there and I said, just, just how many people think I look like you know, uh, Mr. Clean after he just gave up yeah. <laughs> i'm like i'm gonna use the fat jokes while i can yeah you know? yeah kevin james was on letterman uh years ago and and dave started asking him about you know he's like, i'm sorry but i gotta ask you about the weight and and he said that he was um he realized that he was way overweight and he mm-hmm. got on the scale and he was like 293 i thought okay i've got to really take control of this and then he thought you know what you're that close you got to go, go for it. it. Yeah, go for the three. <laughs> and he, you got to go for it. He maxed out at 303, and then he lost all that weight for Here Comes the Boom. Have you seen Here Comes the Boom? No. I haven't seen it, but he looks good in the trailer. Yeah. Like, it looks like he's lost a ton of weight. I'm telling you, Here yeah. Comes the Boom is a great movie. Him and mm-hmm. Henry Winkler and uh, uh, Selma Hayek. Yeah. It's a nice. great movie. Yeah. And the whole family can watch it. You would dig it. It's really, really funny. What's the guy's name? Is it Jonah Hill? Yeah. In, yeah, I mean, yeah. he like slimmed way, way the hell down. Yeah, he lost a lot of weight, but I think he's put some of it back. Okay. And he's also grown his hair all crazy. Now he looks like a meth freak, which I mean, Jonah Hill can do whatever he wants. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. I saw him yeah. hanging out at Walmart the other day. Yeah. <laughs> in the cereal aisle? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He was, he was getting he the wall a, loops. Yeah, <laughs> had a big bag of wall loops. Yeah. Well, that's one of the reasons. So Jack Black, I love that he's just completely embraced it. He's yeah. just like the hell with it. I'm yeah. just going to be whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> oh, I, I was talking about Kroger. I went to Kroger and I bought like five or six bags and I go home and I'm putting the stuff away and then I, I can't find the mustard. And then I bought some uh, greens for the rabbit. And then where's the box of cereal? Where's the wall loops? You know? 
hey, what happened? Where's the the crow loops? <laughs> and and I'm like, well, did I leave it in the car? And I went out to the car. It wasn't in the car. And I thought, oh my god, I left it. I had to have left it in the in the cart, in the parking lot. Hey, what happened? And so I told Libby, I said, I'll be right back. Daddy forgot half the groceries. <laughs> so I thought I forgot a bag or had maybe I had dropped a bag. I don't know. But I drove back to the store and then I'm walking around the parking lot and there's guys bringing in buggies or carts. In Tennessee, we called them a buggy and I still do it from time to time. And I'm looking at all the carts and I can't find anything. I go in. Turns out I had left three bags of groceries at Kroger. Where? <laughs> like you'd paid for them. I paid for them and left them there. At the at the self checkout thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just left him there. <laughs> and the guy, there's a guy at our at our Kroger who's got long. He looks like he could be on a soap opera. He's got okay. like a good beard and long yeah. black hair. And he said that somebody last week had bought like 250 bucks worth of groceries, left the entire cart. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, mm. my God, I'm I'm like close. I can't judge. <laughs> How can you spend drop 250 bucks and then just go home? <laughs> but they came back and got what they were saying. And then a second time I went to Kroger, and you know usually you know the people are like, "Hey, how you doing? Did you find everything okay? You having a good day? Whatever." This guy just looks at me, and then I just look back at him, and it turned into a challenge like, "Who's going to talk first? Because I can. <laughs> I'm married. I can go hours, days with yeah. this. Who's going to talk first thing?" And he finally said, um, "You doing all right?" And I said, uh, "Yeah, you." And he says, "Yeah." <laughs> I like it. This guy's just miserable. <laughs> so I go over and I start bagging my groceries because they, you know, you can't get groceries bagged at grocery stores anymore. I'm bagging my stuff and he rings me up and then he goes over and finishes bagging. While he's finishing bagging my order, another customer comes in and he says, Hey, is are you open? And he looks at the guy and he goes, Sadly. <laughs> and the other customer was like shrugs his shoulders like well i mean this is like the only game in town that will play you know mm -hmm. and uh i just looked at the guy I said hey man enjoy the rest of your miserable night <laughs> he says well, i'll try it kinda, <laughs> take a vicodin go home it kind of makes does me sad does vicodin do that what does vicodin do uh, it, it, it makes, makes you really happy okay yeah, yeah. really happy yeah. two <laughs> yeah i it kind of makes me sad because I feel like with automation, these are the things that we're going to lose. You know, mm -hmm. like uh, like you you, it's kind of it it showcases a little bit of character. You know, when someone mm -hmm. has, is like having a rough time, like you're never going to be going through the self checkout and she's going to be like, "Yeah, put your money in the thing." You know, yeah. like and uh, so there's kind of something uh something we're we're going to lose when that goes away. I know. You know? I, I know. Kind of like the uh, sadness and misery. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. Oh my god, no. So <clears throat> I worked at a Winn Dixie grocery store for five years in mm -hmm. high school, and then some into college. And my boss, Mister Wilcox, knew everything there was to know about customer service. Mm -hmm. And he he was military, so he would scan. Sure. You know, it's like if you weren't smiling and talking to customers, if you walked past a customer without saying, "Hey, can I help you find anything?" You, mm -hmm. He would say, uh, "Darren, how come you didn't?" Um, Ask that customer if they needed any help with anything, you know, right. and he drilled it into us. And it's like, and, and I don't understand why we can't have people like Mr. Wilcox teaching people customer service everywhere. It's not hard. Yeah. It really yeah. is not hard. What happened to Mr. Wilcox? Did he go on to, uh, he, he retired? Or, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's happily retired. I talked to him a couple of years ago. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Good guy though. And this guy, like I said, military. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
there was a, he would call it a, like Jack in the meat department. If someone was stealing, he'd say, uh, code blue, code blue. <laughs> and I looked at one of the other baggers. I'm like, what's a code blue? And he goes, that yeah. means somebody's trying to steal. <laughs> yeah. And so Wilcox would come by and says, boys, be on alert. And he would get people listening. He would do his fingers up in the air, like, let's go round them yeah. up. <laughs> and so there was this guy in the back. And what they would do is sometimes they would take steaks. I don't know why they would always steal steaks. You take the steaks and then you go and you put them behind uh, some of the canned goods or whatever. And then you'd walk on and then someone yeah. else would follow in and pick them up and put them in the purse or whatever. So I, I don't know how that's supposed to make you less suspicious. Hmm. Yeah. So this guy was um, suspected of stealing steaks. So uh, Wilcox tells us all to be on, on patrol. So I'm walking up and down aisle two. Mark is walking up and down aisle three. Uh, my buddy uh, Brian was on another aisle. And then th- we had a guy named Bull. I can't remember what Bull's name was, but he was patrolling the back aisle. I mean, we were just like, and every time someone would pass him, hey, how you doing today, sir? You doing all right? Good. Can I help you find anything? Okay, great. And then the next person, sir, can I help you find anything? Everything going all right, sir? He finally just, <clears throat> just ran out like they're on to me. Like, get out of my store. <laughs> Wilcox would fight people too. He would fight people in the produce department. They would start with him. He'd fight him in the parking lot, trying to steal from his store. Mm-mm. Is it possible he was a vampire hunter? Because you said he was stealing steaks. Yeah, no, that, just, that, possible. That was totally possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This has been the Kroger story of the week. I so I used to uh, I worked at a uh, Dollar General. Okay. And, uh, they had a high, what they call a shrinkage, uh, uh-huh. which, which is funny. Term, I, but, I have high shrinkage problems too. It's, <laughs> I think we all do. Yeah, it's but, cold. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk again in August or yeah. whatnot. But uh, but yeah, so um, they had a lot of theft uh, that would take place, but uh, most of it was like an inside job. Uh, employees who would steal stuff, and um, I was working as uh, like an assistant uh, manager. And uh, we had this lady who um, she took a bunch of merchandise and she put it on the uh, back table in the break room. Mm-hmm. And then when it, it was time for her to go home, she like grabbed it and put it in her bag. It was like $80 worth of stuff. You know? Yeah. And uh, at so, the Dollar General? At the Dollar That's General. That's an yeah. entire trunk load. That's almost the entire store. I yeah. Mean, it's, it's a lot of stuff. <laughs> and uh, so, so uh, the uh, um, like regional manager guy uh, comes in, you know. Terminates her the next day. Uh-huh. Um, fires, you're, fires her. Doesn't you're, yeah. you're terminated. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. doesn't yeah. kill her to prevent the war. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Santa Connor. Yeah, that's a '90s callback. <laughs> yeah. a, I'm sorry, I'm throwing you. No, up. no, yeah, you're fine, yeah, man. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, so anyway, he comes in and fires her, and also bans her from the store because she lived relatively close by. Mm-hmm. So there's some chances she might come oh, back. And that's bad if you get banned from Dollar General. Oh, it's a, yes. uh, it's an all time low. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, later that day, I'm uh, like closing out for the night and, uh, I see this person kind of walking around in the aisles, you know, putting stuff in a cart and, uh, I'm like, man, she really looks familiar, you mm-hmm. know, kind of, um, dollar was, general bandit. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, uh, I was like, wait a minute. I think that's Joyce in a wig. You know, mm-hmm. this is the, I, the lady who got fired and she had put a, uh, a wig on and she'd come back and she was putting stuff in her cart. And uh-huh. I went up and I was like, Joyce, you're, you're banned. You can't like, you can't be shopping. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was like, she was like, who's Joyce? I'm not, I don't know who Joyce is. <laughs> you, you have yeah. fallen far in life when you are yeah. getting, um, falsely <laughs> accused of being banned at G- Dollar General. Like, you're so low 
that you don't even uh, I don't know where that's going. So it, no, you, you can edit that out. No, wait. Was it was it really Joyce claiming not to be Joyce? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's mm. so. So I had. How bad oh, do you yeah. want Dollar General? Oh. So this was like an Ocean's Eleven thing. Yeah, she was, was just pretending. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. She wow. she was fully pretending to be a different person. Uh-huh. Um. You know, I had to call the higher ups, which whatever that is in Dollar General, you know, that's Family Dollar. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. that's bizarre. That's right. <laughs> hey, we got a lady in here in a disguise. Uh-huh. You know. <laughs> uh, former employee also we're out of wall loops so yeah. it's yeah. really it's so really it's uh it's pretty critical right now we need get someone out here stat but uh but yeah so so eventually uh i think we called the police or something like uh-huh. that because it, it, she was just refusing to admit she was joyce so then the police got there and they were like joyce come on you know you <laughs> knew her so well and uh yeah like they so. don't have anything better to do than yeah. to round up joys. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, Steve Farrell, who's a, a huge fan of the show and a big friend of mine from from a long time ago, said he always wondered what the um, you know, what the incentive for uh, employees was. You know, it's like what type of yeah. discount do you get? It's like I ah, just take it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. <laughs> oh man, it's such a such a crazy place though, Dollar General. Uh-huh. I. Uh, there was another time I was a suspect in a like a robbery of the store, uh, because um, someone broke in yeah. the ba- the back door uh, at night, disabled mm-hmm. the alarm, and oh. then managed to uproot the safe and put it on a, oh, a cart. It's a good fifteen twenty dollars there, <laughs> right? Yeah, and uh, and I took it and went to Mexico. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I, but uh, but yeah. So uh, so anyway, um, they knew it was like an inside job of some sort, like either a former or, or current employee, <laughs> because no one else would have known how to do those things. Yeah. And uh, it just so happened the dude was like exactly my height. Uh-huh. It was like a guy who had worked there a few years ago. Yeah. And so yeah, the, uh, like they literally like questioned me. They were like, it, it, <laughs> it was the thing that is crazy is that it was only like $2,000. You know, yeah. like, I mean, so what are you going to do with that? You just, you're risking years in jail for two grand, but, right. um, but yeah, so, uh, so yeah, it was a, luckily they ruled me out, you know, yeah, but so he was, it, it'd been a few years since he worked there. So he was running the long con he on, was, yeah. on family dollars for, for $2,000. Did, did yeah. they do like the usual suspects? thing where you were up on the, along the wall and you had to say a line no but that would have been give me the <laughs> keys <you. laughs> that would have been awesome that would have yeah. been great yeah that actually could have been fun but yeah. guys it is yeah. But yeah. no the way that i got exonerated was really pathetic uh they called my grandma and they were like hey was he at home last night she was like uh yeah he was playing video games like <laughs> sitting in a beanbag and just like yeah so so it wasn't exactly a like a stellar alibi but yeah, it got it. Did the who's did the not going to believe Grandma? That, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, she was lying on my behalf, but uh, no, I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm doing everything I can to make myself a exactly. suspect. You're yeah. really just trying to go to jail tonight. <laughs> right. Yeah, she had stacks of dollar yeah. bills on her <laughs> yeah, yeah. kitchen table. We were we were living good. Lots of <laughs> lots of wall loops. You know, I think wall loops is going to be the next uh, uh, sponsor of this podcast. Yeah, it should yeah. should be. Yeah, should be. <laughs> Brought to you by Wall Loops. This portion of Irritable Dad Syndrome is brought to you by Whopper's Beefy Mac and Cheese. Hi, I'm Dave Lay, and for years we've been proud to advertise Whopper's all-beef footlong hot dogs on this podcast. Well, guess what? The fine folks at Whopper's are about to rock your world. Do you ever cut up hot dogs, fry them in a skillet, and mix them in a big-ass bowl of mac and cheese? Holy crap, it's delicious. I mean, it's very delectable as well. Now you can buy these two savory products already mixed together. That's right, mac and cheese and Whoppers all-beef footlong hot dogs. It's the best of both worlds. It's a win-win. 
It's like when they mixed peanut butter and jelly together in the same jar, except with hot dogs and mac and cheese. And it's not in a jar. Anyway, I'm rambling. Look for Whopper's beefy mac and cheese in your grocer's meat section today. Whopper's all-beef footlong hot dogs have no fillers and no preservatives. Normally, I would say get out a ruler and measure it yourself. But since hot dogs are cut up, you can't really do that. But take it from me, the hot dogs are a foot long. It's a promise. Now back to you guys in the studio. I have an announcement to make. We have banned our first person from chat. We've been doing this for a few years now. Uh-huh. We've actually had to ban the first person, but not before Stump Woodley jumped on him. Oh, okay. Yeah. So somebody was trying to sell follows and likes in our chat. And Stump asked him if they were trying to sell drywall. <laughs> and then randomly, Chris Hughes announced his date for his wedding is April 1st. It's okay. a, it's, <laughs> I'm going to quit looking down here because uh-huh. it's just a, it's, people are going crazy. Uh, but I, I don't, oh, the name of the uh, band person is Blonde Zale G2M. Oh, I know Sorry. Blonde Zale G2M. It's Joyce. Yeah, it's honest. Joyce. Yeah. Damn it, Joyce, get <laughs> off the chat. <laughs> But I've been watching streams and doing things, watching these things for years, and uh-huh. I've always seen people like get banned or whatever. And I'm like, what would that be like? To I just did it. Yeah, I just fulfilled one of my life goals. Yeah, achievement unlocked right well, here. Oh, cool! Tonight. Because you know Chris Hughes is banned from the show because he tries to act like he's all funny and stuff, and he's not. He's hilarious, I Chris know. Hughes. I know. Yeah, I know. By the way, you're sitting where Chris Hughes sat. You may want to. Oh, gross! Yeah, that, yeah. yeah that's, I don't that's, know. That's, that's the smell. We can't I, get it. Out <laughs> We, we tried. Um, but today, yeah. we've almost banned another listener of the show, Leslie Hole. Yeah. Okay. She sends me this text. She and I went to high school together. She sends me this, this text saying that she's about done with us talking about the Lord of the Rings, to which I said, I'm about done excuse with- Excuse me? Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm a, yeah, I'm about done with you, Lord Leslie. of the Lord yeah. of the Wall loops. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, you know, you have grossly offended me, but this is nothing compared to what Mike is going to say when he hears that you want us to stop talking about the Lord of the Rings because it I'm ain't gonna, gonna happen. I'm gonna be very, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna hold myself back. I'm oh, gonna, okay. you know, I'm gonna okay. be very restrained mm, in this. Yeah. Okay, because I, I take a lot. I mean, I, people who have listened to this show for a long time know mm-hmm. that I take ridiculous things exceptionally seriously mm-hmm. uh, this show <laughs> yes, almost ended very early because of some things that you said about john wick and keanu reeves <laughs> love john but wick. in, a, I in love, an effort i love in, keanu reeves an olive branch john wick olive branch um mm-hmm. what do we say kenny kenny reeves has the parvo yes we i i helped name that episode <laughs> i'm taking a shot at kenny reeves but it still bothers me when i go through mm-hmm. and i see that title it, it irks me um i <laughs> Ended a relationship over a comment about Bono. Yes, um, I I take these things exceptionally okay, seriously. T- tell if Kevin, he if tell he Kevin keeps the story. if he keeps looking at my Funko Pops, he's going to yeah. be out on his ass. Yeah. Uh, so okay, so I I was I was on a date with this girl. It was our first date, yeah. and we're driving around. And there's a song on uh, the YouTube album Pop called Mofo. Okay, and there's a line in the song called uh, "Looking for the baby Jesus under the trash." So that comes on. Yeah. And she says, hmm. <laughs> and I, you know, it's loud because I'm me. Sure. Uh, but I still heard the hmm. So she's like, can we uh, listen to something else? To which I replied, why? Yeah. <laughs> like, What's uh, the reason for that? And she said, um, I don't like 
what he just said about our Lord and Savior. Which my reaction to, was, Mike should have looked at her and said, "Bono is our Lord and Savior." I thought that's one of the, my <laughs> yeah, favorite yeah, lines from Darren. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it went downhill from there. Yeah. Uh, okay. I did manage to take her to a place, and then uh, I was just I was completely I was checked out. Did she ever and make she, it home? She yeah, I drove her home. <laughs> Left her in the middle. Of the I don't know if she made it from my car to the front of her house because right. I was busy peeling out. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, she she's kept asking us, is something wrong? You know, a few minutes later, and I'm like, yeah, I just I can't get over the the Bono. Th- I, I don't. This is not going to work. We yeah, can't. Right. And it was less. So it's. I think it's funny when I originally told it. You know, there's some humor in there because this dude's reacting like that over YouTube. But it's a little deeper than that. Oh, it's sure, like yeah. if there's something that yeah. innocuous is going to cause a problem. There's going to be other stuff. We're just not going to make it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Right. This is the Oprah Winfrey part. However, <laughs> coming back to Leslie Hole and her. Opinions. Oh my god. Whoa. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Oh, I said it. Lord of the Rings. Uh-huh. Is to me. Uh-huh. Now what Bono was to me then. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um Yeah. When someone says you're talking about Lord of the Rings too much, I ask myself, have I talked about it enough? <laughs> I'll okay. tell you when I've talked about it enough. When I'm done. Now, here's what I recommend for uh, Leslie and her wonderful husband who has to deal with this abuse on a daily basis, uh, being married to a woman mm-hmm. who is denigrating Lord of the Rings. If if they would sit yeah. down and watch the whole series and get to the point in Return of the King, uh, yeah. you've seen the Lord of the Rings. I watched a couple of movies years ago, yep. but I don't really remember what happened. Okay, you're allowed to you're allowed to still be here as long okay. as you don't just okay. destroy it. Fair enough. So there's a moment where Aragorn is facing on. He's the king. He's the he's, he's becomes the king. Okay, and he's facing down the entire army. Like they're all of the dark forces are lined up. Clearly, they're not going to make it. They're not right. going to survive. It's right. just it's him and this small army, and there's this huge army. Uh, and he's standing out in front and he's look, he has his back to the army and he's looking at his own and he, he so f- at this time, Frodo is trying to take the ring and drop it into the, in Mount Doom, okay. which is going to end everything. It's going to end the Dark Lord, end the whole war. Sure. So Aragorn just looks at everybody and he says, for Frodo, draws his sword and charges by himself at the army. At that point, it's hard to hear the movie because you're hearing me ugly cry and just stand up and, and while crying, cheering, freaking out, losing my mind. So if if she will watch that part and then come back yeah. and tell me that I'm still talking about Lord of the Rings too much. Here's the deal. I told her that my wife Libby got me hooked on the movie and she's like, wait. Libby likes it? Hey, what happened? So I mean, since since Libby likes is it. Is she like Bess's sister that doesn't like horse like movies with a horse in it? Is she <laughs> like one so. of those? No, she was like, couldn't believe that Libby, a woman, likes the Lord of the Rings. So then she like considered. There's women in it. Yeah, I know. Oh yeah. Yeah. A woman kills the witch king. Exactly. I am no man. Mm. Yeah. And then her, um, what's she all her friends named after? Her. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And her friend Courtney, who I went to high school with, yeah. also loves the movies. And now she's like, well, mm. so she's going to give it a try. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We'll see how that works out. Mm. This portion of our show is supposed to be brought to you by Uncle Chappie's Soothing Miracle Lip Balm. Hey, it's Dave Lay again. And we must apologize to our friends at Uncle Chappie's. You see, we ran over time with the Whompers Beefy Mac and Cheese commercial, and the show turned into one giant cluster. We'll get them back on just as soon as possible. Back to you, Kevin. Speaking of Libby, mm-hmm. 
She's radioactive. <laughs> Here we go. She went and had a uh, a stress test. What's called the um, what's it called a nuclear a nuclear stress test? To 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 I don't understand it. But <laughs> she came home and she's like, I'm radioactive for three days. And so uh, we were all making jokes about her being radioactive, and hopefully she gets superpowers and don't touch that and you know <laughs> jokes like that. Yeah. And uh, I said, uh, Alexa, play radioactive. And I was, I'm so old, I wanted to hear Radioactive by The Firm, which was a super group in the 80s mm. by uh, Paul Rogers from Bad Company and Jimmy Page, formerly mm. of I know uh, Jimmy Page, well, not Zeppelin. personally, but okay. I know who he is. Now, Radioactive, I think, was their only hit, but it was a big one, okay? It was okay. huge, yeah. All right. But Jacob and Cameron wanted to hear Radioactive by Imagine Dragons. Imagine Dragons yeah. right? That's the one I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think the song by The Firm is way better than the song by... Imagine Dragons, and I like Imagine Dragons. Okay, mm. I'm not your your music sucks. And back when I was a kid, we only yes, yeah, so whatever. Mm. <laughs> so I'm going to put it to the test. Okay, okay. I want our viewers, our listeners, mm. and w- while I was going, and I sampled uh, a little bit of Radioactive by the Firm, and then Radioactive by Imagine Dragons. I also forgot that Gene Simmons of Kiss, mm-hmm. when he had a solo album, uh, does not a, the other Gene Simmons, yeah, not the other Gene okay, Simmons uh, who yeah. works at who works at Walmart, yeah. <laughs> Uh, he does a song on his solo album called Radioactive, okay, which I think is better than the other two. I just wanted to say my favorite song about being radioactive is back in the USSR. That's my uh-huh. favorite one. Okay. Um, there, are there that many songs about being radioactive, though? I don't know. I, I mean, because you've got the one from Kiss. You've mm-hmm. got the... Are there others? I don't know. No? I okay. hope not, because I only sampled three for this study. Okay, yeah. gotcha. So here's a sample of each song. Neutron Boogie, was that a... <laughs> no, the, 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 the Neutron Jam the by neutron jam. Uh, the Pointer Sisters. Yeah. <laughs> it's like somebody played Word Jumble and just threw that out. It, you know, just Neutron was Jam. Was it the Neutron sister. Jam? I think it was. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not part that of the study. That was a good one. Yeah. So anyway, listen to the three songs and then vote. And by next week, we will announce who uh, everybody thinks is the favorite radioactive yeah. Yeah. song. Joker, you 
speaking of Alexa, Alexa's losing her mind. Mm. I was telling the kids that when Megan Mitchell was on the show, I had was joking around and I told her that she was the bee's knees. And she says, oh, yeah. that's a, such a dad thing to say, an yep. old man dad thing to say, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Which is why I said it, because it's a joke. Yeah. And then the kids asked, what does bee's knees mean? And I, I was like, well, I'm not exactly sure, mm. and I don't know where the joke came from. So I asked Alexa, Alexa, where did they get the expression bee's knees? And then she goes off telling me how the BGs were yeah. formed. Yeah. <laughs> Robin Gibb, Maurice Gibb, and Barry Gibb. No, 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 not the BGs. It's bee's knees. Yeah. And she won't shut up. No, Once she, she gets won't. going, she won't shut like, up. Alexa, shut up. We have the Google. <laughs> the Google. We have the Google. <laughs> I'm on penicillin. I think it's pronounced Google, but yeah, go yes. Yeah, so, so you you activate it by saying "Okay, Google" or "Hey, Google." Hey, Google, whatever it is. Hey, hey, Google. I call my uh, older dog Booba. Mm-hmm. I call my younger dog Booba. I call both my kids Booba. I call Darren Booba. I call everyone Booba. And sometimes when I come home, I say, "Oh, Booba," and I start talking like that, and and it thinks that I'm talking to it, and it goes, "Hello, it's nice to see," you. and it just starts talking to me. To which Charlie yells, "Shut up, Google!" And it used to not say anything, but now if he yells at it, "Shut up!" Every once in a while, she'll be like, "Okay, well, you didn't have to say it like that," or you know, yeah. or sex like she's got hurt feelings. Yeah, and it's just weird because now the kids will all like treat. Google the Google lady, mm-hmm. and it annoys me. She doesn't have a name. Like Siri has a name, mm-hmm. Alexa, but it, it's the Google lady. Um, nice. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't yeah. like it. But she's becoming part of our family that we talk to. Yeah, she I- solves a lot of arguments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have to defend Alexa though, because there was a time where the BGs were the bee's knees. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's so- true. <laughs> so it's an easy mistake to make yeah, if that, you're a, a robot. That's true. Yeah, that that's is true. true. Can I interject a robot-related thing? Yeah. I was reading the other we day. We love talking about robots. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah. Me too. Uh, and uh, the other day I was reading that um, uh, McDonald's has these like pilot locations that are mm-hmm. testing out like autonomous technology mm-hmm. to basically provide like a, just a fully like person-free McDonald's experience. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Um, oh, it sounds it sounds fantastic. <laughs> great. And, uh, Food with no service. It's McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. But uh, one of the uh, robots got like got its wires crossed yeah. and uh, put uh, bacon in a dude's ice cream. Uh-huh. And uh, since awesome. then, they're thinking about scrapping it because <laughs> scrap. Yep. They're, they're thinking about like doing away with this, you know, experimental program yeah. because you know they're getting complaints and stuff. I feel like that doesn't make ice cream bad. Like well, the robot was trying to innovate, you know. Yeah, it wasn't right. like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Burger King for a while had a, a bacon Sunday. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. put bacon bits in the thing. I was like, and I love bacon. My Twitter handle is Darren Loves Bacon. That's yeah. how much I love bacon. Hmm. I was like, no. Maybe the robot was a former Burger King employee. And, yeah, uh, he was thinking back to those days. But yeah, but yeah. I mean, I don't know. And then the other thing people were complaining about is uh, they, they were mad at the robot because they were they'd try and order a Mountain Dew. Yeah, and the robot wouldn't include that in the order but it's like sounds like a good robot it's perfect (laughs) i don't know why you hate mountain dew so much one uh you know looking out for the person's health yeah but but also uh doesn't uh mcdonald's serve coke products they do so they don't they don't have mountain dew no no they don't so that's that's the that's not the robot's fault no that's right you get a taco bell if you want a mountain dew that's that's right yeah that's right or a baja blast if you want to i tried the baja blast yeah 
Yeah, not great. It is not yeah. great. And then we yeah. tried. What was the the raging watermelon? I li- I ended up major melon. I ended up liking the major melon. I you liked hated it. it. I, it liked, I did. Like I hated it. I I think I was being influenced by you. Um, <laughs> Later, alone uh-huh. in the basement yeah. with no one watching, I enjoyed it. Grinding your quite camos. a bit. Yeah. Grinding my camos. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, because I said this the last episode, my favorite thing about the pandemic was that it, it opened up the doorway to uh, ordering on your phone or whatever, and then just going in and mm-hmm. grabbing the brown paper bag and walking out. If, if we're going to up that even further by making it all robots and no people, I, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's yeah. wonderful. I'll tell you what, I fought. I totally fought it because... Um, shopping on Amazon. I really did. Because I like going to the grocery store. I used to love going to the mall. And when I would Christmas shop, you know, back when they had record stores and this and that and whatever, I would go and I'd pick things up and I could touch it and whatever. Um, I've gotten past that. I've really gotten past it. My mm-hmm. wife got me hooked on shopping on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And then, like, yesterday, we needed uh, litter for the rabbit's uh, litter box. Yeah. yeah. I could have driven down to the Kroger and got it. No. It'll be here tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Right at the front door. Yeah. I, I started. That, and that means it's there. A few Christmases ago, mm-hmm. when we would go Christmas shopping, it was just literally walk around and you would see the thing for 30 bucks. And I would just look it up on Amazon right there. Right. It's like 10 bucks and you can have it in two hours. Okay. Yeah. It's that. You know, and it gets home before we did. Well, mm-hmm. I needed a new digital receiver for our movie room. Yeah. And I drove down to Best Buy thinking... Mm-hmm. Of course, they would have it at Best Buy. No, mm. <laughs> they don't. Mm. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. Went home, ordered it, and it I came would, to the house. It's got to be a special, special situation for me to buy anything electronic locally. Yeah. I'm always, it's always getting shipped. Yeah, because I'm an asshole. I don't know if you guys have these people no. that listen to the show know that no, I'm an asshole. So. There's plenty of plenty of evidence out there, but. <laughs> I want the one that does exactly this thing and has exactly this memory and has this color and does this whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'll go to Best Buy and they don't have that exact thing. Even if the one they have is better, it's just mm-hmm. not the one that I want. So I have to order it and get it from wherever. Yeah, I'm sense. a weirdo. You have a rabbit, Darren? I do have a rabbit. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. His, his name is Figgy. Okay. If you want to, if you want to get a pet that gives absolutely nothing back, get a rabbit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. It'll bite your penis I, too. <laughs> hey, I mean, I'm up for anything. But it, uh... <laughs> it's no. My son nice. Cameron uh, had the rabbit in his lap, and and Figgy bit him on the penis. Oh man. Through through the clothes. Okay, through sure. his clothes. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've I've had speaking of animals that will bite your penis. I've. <laughs> I like where I've, this is going. Okay. <laughs> I think I, I've had the weirdest pet mm-hmm. um, of anyone I, I know. Um, a few years ago, I had sugar gliders. Have you ever yeah. you guys ever heard of these? Yeah. Like they're, uh, those are those rats that jump yeah. out, right? They don't fly, but they kind of soar. They kind of glide, not very gracefully, mm-hmm. normally into objects and <laughs> stuff. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I had them for several months, you know. Uh, but th- this was years ago. Yeah. And... Uh, um, my uh, girlfriend at the time, uh, she was in uh, college, and she had called me from the flea market uh, down at um, uh, Trader's World. Trader's World, yeah. Or uh, maybe it was uh, Caesar's Creek Flea Market, which, whichever one. It, it doesn't was. matter. Yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> you same, go to one, they're all difference. the same. Yeah. Trader's World is a classier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Trader's World is the target yeah. of, <laughs> <laughs> of flea markets. That's an apt analogy, yeah. I think. She called me, and she was like, hey, uh, we were just talking to this guy, and um, – you know, he's uh, selling these little 
little animals, um, and they're legal in Ohio now. So <laughs> I was like, okay, legal that, in that's Ohio. The first. That's not a yeah. way to start a sentence. <laughs> Why were they illegal? Is what I want to know. <laughs> that's the first red flag. Um, I'm pretty and, sure uh, peppermint flavored meth is legal in Ohio at this point. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I use it all the time. Oh but, yeah, uh, it's delicious. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so anyway, I told her I was like, um, no offense, you know. This is the worst idea you've probably ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, so d- definitely don't do that. And uh, she was like, you know what? Yeah, I was probably being impulsive. Probably not a great thing to consider. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we we get off the phone and she calls me back 10 minutes later and she's like, we got him. I'm like, okay, well, that that was a great talk we had a few minutes uh-huh. ago. Uh, she kind of takes care of him in a loose sense of the word mm-hmm. uh, for a couple of weeks. And then uh, she has to go off to college. Okay. And uh, – she hadn't considered they wouldn't allow her to keep him in the dorm. So she's like, uh, she just kind of shows up at my house and she's like, uh, Hey, uh, these are yours now. And, uh, <laughs> I ended up, I took, I took care of them for, uh, for yeah, several months. And they, they're the weirdest animal to take care of. Cause they uh-huh. have, they have a uh, specific diet that you mm. have to feed them. It's like, uh, there's a little booklet that you buy crickets or something. Isn't it? Well, so as I recall, it was mostly vegetarian, but okay. it was so specific. It was like, you know, you got to feed him two grapes, you know, 14 <laughs> seeds, uh, a, a piece of celery that's 3.5 centimeters, yeah, you know, yes. just all of that stuff. And uh, it, it says in the booklet, it's like, you must feed them this specific diet or they'll definitely die. Yeah. You know, and, uh, <laughs> and I was like, that sounds like an exit plan to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's a, a lot of pressure, honestly. Yeah. But but I was thinking to myself, like, I mean, these are marsupials. Like, they Bless hang you. out in a, uh, Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> They uh, kazoom tight. Uh, they hang out. <laughs> Does that mean they know. have a pouch? Uh, a saddle? No, no. But they li- they actually did. They have a maybe that a tiny pouch or something. Okay. that I just didn't notice. But uh, but yeah, like they they hang out in the outback, like with the you know the didgeridoos with and the, the, yeah. <laughs> the didgeridoos. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, like, are they really finding this specific diet out in the bush? Yeah. You know, there's <laughs> there's Hello. no way. Yeah. So I decided, I was like. I'm going to abandon the, the, the book and I'm just going to f- just wing it, you know, just throw caution just, to the wind. Yeah, yeah. I was like, sorry guys, whatever, you know, dad's cooking up tonight. That's, that's what you're getting. <laughs> Daddy. And, uh, and then they both instantly went into cardiac arrest. It was like, they, they instantly started like, just like fading. You oh know? no. Oh Lord. Yeah. And, uh, so I was like, all right, I guess I'll fi- I'll follow the diet yeah. from, uh-huh. from now on. And, uh, so, uh, so went back to the diet and, uh, luckily they, they survived. Um, but, uh, they were, an absolute terror to take care of. Uh-huh. I mean, it was mm. it was insane, and uh, um, if you're trying to, what to, were their names? I don't I don't know if we named them. I mean, I, I used to. I, I don't know if this is, this is inappropriate, but uh-huh. I used to call them the Ass Monkeys just they're, because they're, I, I, yeah, I I was I, in a band called the Ass Monkeys. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> I named them after your band. We were we were very popular. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, neither were the Sugar Gliders. Yeah. so that's yeah. fair. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, eventually did find a, a good home for them, but they're... Oh, okay. I was afraid that it was going to end with you coming home and one had <laughs> eaten the other. Yeah. No. Okay. No, so, I mean, that was a possibility, but... Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, long-time listeners, if you want to go back and listen to the episode where we outline exactly how rabbits can bite penises, mm-hmm. uh, it's 87 Venomous Beaver. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure that's the one, but that's the one that has a picture of Figgy, the pecker-biting rabbit, okay. on the... Episode page. Just to to bring everything full circle. Yes. So the sugar gliders, while they would not bite your penis, mm-hmm. um, 
They're not not like, for free. That's not their. It's not their modus no. operandi. You know? no, no. But what they they're, would they're do modus what? <laughs> you know they're uh, what's uh, I'm just making je ne sais quoi. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Penultimatus. <laughs> but what they would do um, is uh, you know because they were so high maintenance, you had to take them out of their cage and you had to play with them for a couple hours. Every oh night. the hell with and that! And so I would I would put a sheet out, you know, mm-hmm. and they'd like. I, I we're allowed to cuss or uh, you know. sure yeah, it's okay. yeah, it's, well, it's a foregone conclusion. Let's, at this point. Okay, they would. Uh, their uh, modus operandi was to defecate all over the. There you go. Uh, so we're bringing it back, but uh, yeah. but yeah, uh, so they what they like to do is I, I would wear like sweats or like you know pajama pants or something because I didn't want to you know get them dirty. Right, and they would crawl in your pants and then they would get <laughs> under your ball sack. Okay. And they would just, like, just kind of juggle like beanbag chairs or something like that. I'm like, this is the weirdest behavior of a, you know, a creature. New listeners, season four has gone a wild direction. So the first episode of season four, we talk about my ass for about 15 minutes right. straight. And now, we've got and now we're talking about sugar gliders juggling yeah. nuts. Um, wow. Yeah. You, got, you do have to pay them extra for that. I mean, you got to make sure that you throw them an extra grape or something like that. Uh, extra grape. <laughs> yeah. And then they start dying immediately because uh-huh. it deviates from their diet. It's, <laughs> it's very complicated. Okay, so how long would you let her do that before you said, hey, get out of my nutsack? Usually about 30 seconds. <laughs> no, I'm just, <laughs> not well, you've got to no, wait until no. you finish. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Oh, no. That took a really dark turn there. Yeah, it did. Not discounting what you said. I don't want you to feel like that, but we have run out of time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, the, the proverbial I, I, cane is the, pulling you off the we're stage. We're in the bonus stage now. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. I got like 45 more minutes on sugar gliders. Oh, if you guys don't mind. I'm going to keep, I'm just going to keep going. Just, you guys, uh, you can go upstairs or do something off. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you. The, the 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 sugar glider's been under your nuts, and you don't didn't name it. It's been under my nuts this whole time. <laughs> That's why I'm in such a good mood tonight. You know, Kevin Rupert, thank you so much for coming back. Oh, uh, yes. Kevin is a great comedian. He's the owner operator of Bricky's Comedy Club. Kevin, tell everybody what they need to know about how they can get to and what you've got coming up at Bricky's. Oh yeah, um, so Bricky's we uh, we started last year. We're going strong. Um, you know, building some really good momentum. Uh, next show is uh, January 28th. Um, uh, it's got uh, Ray Jackson, Jarrell Beeman. Um, I'm going to be hosting it. Uh, yeah, tickets are available on BrickiesComedy.com. Um, it's going to be super fun, and uh, yeah, we'd love it if people would like to come check it out. And where is the club? Uh, it's located in uh, Miamisburg. Uh, it's uh, inside Star City Brewing. We do a partnership with them. Um, so uh, yeah, if you go to BrickiesComedy.com, it's got all the information for how to get there. Kevin, thank you for coming. <laughs> thank we you really, guys. sincerely I really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Thank you so much. And for everybody listening, uh, we want to encourage you to go to IrritableDadCenter.com. <laughs> yes. And... Uh, we have better uh, stuff, like less ball-centric yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, if you if you want to listen to an episode that doesn't talk about sugar gliders under somebody's balls, yeah, go to our website. <laughs> There's 124 episodes on there to listen. To. Yeah, <laughs> follow us on Twitch, follow us on Facebook, follow us on the Tweeter. Yep, uh, follow us wherever. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we hope to see you next week on Noodle Dance. <laughs> Hey guys, can we change my contract so I get paid by the word? We'll discuss it at the next meeting. Sugar gliders juggling balls wasn't on the. No, it was wasn't not. On the well, you here. know what? We did. We did tell Kevin just jump in anytime he wanted. We did. I think 125 episodes. It was a good run. It was a good run. It was a good run. Good. We did yeah. good. Yeah, exactly. We did good. Something to be proud of. Future podcasters will say, "What do we do if we ever want to just drive it?" 
off the cliff and have yeah. Kevin come so, over. So you're going to have to do some work to make me not sound like an idiot. This time. <laughs> That's every week, man. Every week. <laughs>